Network. Do you know what important uh, seminal movie came out? Um, I do. In 1989. No, I don't. Just a couple weeks from now. What's that? 89. It was Predator? 89. 89, and same same year as Predator, and uh, it should have been a Christmas movie, but it wasn't because it came out on December 22nd. Die Hard. Die Hard. Wait, no, December no, 22nd no. is as Christmas as it gets. Home I know, alone? but the movie itself was not a Christmas movie. Home Alone? Tango yeah, and Cash, Christmas. guys. Oh, oh the uh, movie we watched for this podcast? Yeah, the, yes, yes. The movie Hi. that this podcast is about. You didn't Hi. Even... Hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi, I'm, I'm Mike. Oh, Why are you Josh. fuzzing out, Mike? I'm fuzzing out. Oh, wait. Yeah, I see it. All right. Hi, I'm... Oh, wait a second. Hi. <laughs> what? I'm watching. I'm seeing, I'm, I'm seeing the red there. You're what? Hi, right hi, I'm Mike. I'm Josh. I'm Dave. Hey, I'm J Bone. And this is Does It Suck Now? One in a while, man. sense. I need cops. Terry Hatchet Buddy Cops. Yeah, it's. Buddy cops. All right. But they're more so, than buddies. So this week, this month, I don't even know when the last one was we had. Guys, but when they high fived at the end, though. <laughs> Freeze frame. Wait it's, a minute. What do we watch? And you got to say it like Jack Palance. We already we watched it. So I know. Say it like this. Tango. Tango. And Tango. And <laughs> so it took me only because. Of Dave's secret of pausing it on Amazon, did I realize that Cash's name was not Dave the whole movie? <laughs> I, this is the first time I realized it was Gabe. I know. Yeah, I was like, oh. who, I was like, I was like, who the fuck's Gabe when I paused it? <laughs> I find out so many things about movies I've watched for years just by having the subtitles on and Amazon too, like helps so much because I'm like, what's this song, Timmy yes. Capella? You know. Right. This movie was every song was just called like Cop Sense. People don't know what Cop Rock is. Can you drop in a little clip a clip from Cop Rock, which was a show in the 80s? which was a musical cop show. Some partner you got yourself, kid. Oh, yeah, Franklin, man. He's the greatest. Let me talk to you for a second. Sure. Well, what is it? I want you to know that uh, I'm the last person in the world to judge somebody by his car. What's color got to do with anything? I hope you don't mind a word to the wise. Man to man, some friendly advice. I mean, it takes all kinds. That's okay by me. But I bet there ain't no roses in your family tree. Do you remember uh, yeah. the show? One season. I remember I that think. it existed. 
I feel like that's something Dave would have watched. No, I was not into musicals, by the way. I was into hip hop, EDM, which is now what it's called. We just called it dance music, metal, and cop rock, you call break it dancing, techno, and cop, and rock. cop rock. And, and cop, cop rock. rock, definitely. We I learned that the into, captain. We were all into the Wu Tang Clan. We were all into Big L, uh, Big Pun. So and Tango cop and Cash is a movie. Tango and Cash. <laughs> I wanted to say cash. Amazon pausing screen taught me that the captain's name was Jeffrey with a G, like Game of Thrones Schneider. Possibly, I, I I'm paused it before I wrote it down, <laughs> but he was really good, and he is not Sonny Bono. I just wanted to tell you guys. <laughs> he done, he he's in so many movies. This movie is a great example of if you grew up in the '80s, all the character actors that you saw in, I would say, ninety percent of the action all films in this movie. from like '85 yeah. to '98. Like you see those guys just go. To, the uh, the the job of the Hut character was in Total Recall. By the way, the guy oh, they were calling yes. Job of the Hut. Oh yeah, okay, mm-hmm. that was killing me. How about dude with the jaw though? The guy looked like a he was Seth in a McFarlane lot. I can't remember dude. at the pro- the other guy who played the worst English accent man. Oh of yeah, all he was time in a lot. Was but, Brian um, Jones? His and this is how Brian is spelled: B R I O N. Brian James. <laughs> sorry, Brian James. Probably <laughs> most well known. He's my for favorite French actor. Blade Runner. Yeah, oh, that's Blade Runner. Yeah. Right. Yes. Blade oh my Runner. God. Thank He's you. Blade this Runner. Is killing me. As, All this stuff yeah. is killing me. I can give His you the shortest. I can give you insane. the shortest plot summary ever that I've ever done. Okay. Ooh, I'm excited to hear this. All right. Yeah. All right. Do it. Challenge accepted. Very easily. It's Tango versus Cash in different parts of LA. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Now, uh, they get set up, sent to jail, break out, catch the bad guy. Done. The, um, the mysterious that, bad guy, there you which go. I love. The mysterious. Yeah. The mysterious I actually kind that of enjoyed that they Jack never Palance. explained who Jack Palance's character really was. He was just he's in just, charge of everything. He's a, he's an evil kingpin. To the tr- so, that yeah. has, uh, he owns mice. monster trucks. He owns, <laughs> uh, for, for some strange reason, with Gatling guns. Farm equipment. Cars. Very large farm equipment. Yeah. Farm guns. equipment. Yeah. A big pit. He owns a big pit. So and a lot so, of TVs. It's a, a quarter. And he I wanna, I a lot of guys. Like, wait, I want to rewind like 30 seconds on Dave's thought and then catch up to it with more info. Like, what was that <laughs> compound? What was he doing? They had guns laying everywhere. All of it was marked like US <laughs> Marines or US Army. Um he uh he's a drug dealing, weapons smuggling dude who's mysterious and no one's ever heard of him, even though he's like running so much shit. <laughs> Jack Palance was in. He so runs okay, everything. my rewind was he runs everything. I stopped this movie and watched in two parts. So I want to know how you guys think that it affected. It. I'd never seen this movie before. I did not know wow, really what was coming. Yeah. So uh, the first half of this movie felt extremely different than the second half of this movie. Like oh, yeah. there was no plan, and it started as like a buddy cop crime thriller hybrid, which was terrible, and then turned into an incredibly, incredibly stupidly awesome '80s action movie that was great and I fucking <laughs> loved. And like the yeah, second half of that movie, to jail. which is where we get to what Dave's talking about, where there's monster trucks and giant tractors and explosions, and yeah, every you know that every was truck actually, has like shower guns on it. That well, the shower, the shower scene. scene. And the shower scene. The shower scene is where the shower scene, by the way. That was in the trailer, by the way. That was in the trailer. I remember that because they wanted to really like highlight that Kurt Russell 
is making fun of Sly Stallone and that like Sly Stallone is making fun of himself. And that was like no. one of the first times he no. really on, he's I, like, I, I, I disagree. He's like Rambo Stallone is making fun of Schwarzenegger this whole movie. And I want to. I want to jump in. Rambo. In he says Rambo scene. is a pussy in his right. first scene. But there's yeah. three different Arnold jokes where he's like making fun of Arnold, including calling the one guy Conan. There's all the like, uh, <laughs> oh, and he yeah, keeps doing great. all these Arnold one-liners. And I don't think Slice is good at one-liners as Arnold is. He's not he's as really good at not. It. Well, I know Kurt, Kurt Russell I, is on, like gotta, on a different plane. Kurt Russell I, I wanna, is like really funny and he's really charming, like pretty much the whole way through. But not in the and, beginning when it's a bad right. lethal weapon movie and he's doing a bad Mel Gibson. Yeah. I have that is that is literally 15 minutes of the movie yeah, before they get sent Stallone, to prison. <laughs> Stallone has no idea like uh, what his character is, what his character feels. What his right. character is thinking at any yes. point in the movie, he is just <laughs> saying lines and doing stuff. hundred percent. At the I, end, I, I when disagree, they were like, actually. "Wait, when they I play the like... bad cop, worst cop bit," which is funny, <laughs> once I figured out that they were doing it on purpose because Stallone, because Stallone's performance was so wildly insane this movie that <laughs> yeah, that I wasn't sure if he was acting bad on purpose or not. I was like, Stallone's a good enough actor that he could be acting bad on purpose, but he's also a bad enough actor that this could be him trying really hard and being really <laughs> bad at this. And I, it took me so long to figure it out. I never, I don't know if I ever did, honestly. In 89, too, both those guys are like at peak, peak, like let's put them together, let's do a movie. And right. I can't imagine that at this point, especially Sly Stallone's ego wasn't like the size of Texas and that he yeah. just was like, yeah, we're going to do a movie. This will make a lot of money. I'm going to put, well, I'm going to change one line, which he was very well known for in the script and get a writer credit. Like he had all this stuff by that point. That was just that like, he was like, he was a juggernaut. Well, I, I really was a, a couple fun facts about That's it why. Is, Cause Rocky's incredible. He, he uh, sorry. No, yeah. Stallone would do a lot of behind the scenes acting um, <laughs> to try to just direct people as not being no behind the scenes acting behind the scenes, directing, Mm-hmm. to like kind of like take charge of the movie and direct people that he was well known for that in his 80s movies and they originally had Swayze lined up to be cash yeah. oh, I thought it was Arnold my guess was Arnold, Arnold was Swayze they had Swayze yeah. lined up to be cash and he left to do Roadhouse oh, wow. I, mean, I can't blame him for that so, I mean yeah. that movie is that movie I think Swayze so played it a little more straight so. because I feel like it sets the table really nicely for how, how this movie yeah. Progressed. <laughs> but then he gets to do like Point Break, and he kind of like I don't know. That's just a good movie. He becomes the Sways. Yeah, that. he becomes the Sways. He's like you guys actually should have seen the list of the 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 actors that were considered quote unquote for the role of Cash, and it's Why don't like you tell us this list. Yeah, give us. I, some. I don't. I did. I didn't. I got to go find that. It was oh, like you wait. Every, <laughs> all right, I'll just, I can, you find you that. Rattle off any. <laughs> Actor, any actor from the so burying the lead is when you leave uh, the most important bit till the end. But what did Solo do? He like brought Dane up Judy a lead Dench. he didn't have. I don't know uh, what that's called. I'm, they had to. Okay, you ready? Here we go. Cindy Crawford, <laughs> Michael Bain, Pierce Brosnan, Kevin Costner, Harrison Ford, Richard Gere, Mel Gibson, Don Johnson, Michael Keaton, Ray Liotta, <laughs> Liam Neeson, Michael Nori, Gary Oldman, Robert Patrick, Bill Paxton, Ron Perlman, Dennis Quaid, Gary Sinise, Bruce Willis, and James Woods were all considered. Can you wow. imagine Robert Patrick as um, Henry Hill in Goodfellas? 80s James Wood was, Woods would have been good, I think. Yeah. 
I think Bill Paxton would have been good as but as Russell's character. Like, did you guys feel that Kurt Russell and Sylvester Stallone had adequate chemistry for a buddy cop movie? Okay, I'm doing my haiku. This will address that question. Okay, okay, (laughs) okay. Hard nosed cops in love (laughs) with their jobs and each other. Don't (laughs) flatter yourself. (laughs) <laughs> Pee-wee. if you had more words and i i was gonna say is that a marriage proposal i think russell drops that one like three times in this movie this movie was not made with a plan this reminded me of the later period lethal weapon movies when they were like we have stuntmen that are really good at this we have some sets we got like enough budget to blow some stuff up everybody knows how to make this movie we'll kind of just kind of piece it together and this movie gets a lot better when it gives up on the plot because the plot is fucking stupid as hell. <laughs> yeah. it's stupid. Well, so it's dumb. two different movies after they break out of prison. Okay. <laughs> so basically better. they get sent to prison. They're going to be tortured every night for the rest of their lives. They escape. By the way, the prison Clint is Howard. when Clint I was Howard a kid. Yep. I definitely noted that. But I definitely the prison when I was a kid, the, the movie looked like the prison and everything. And it was like the most high tech shit you could have for 1988 <laughs> when they actually filmed it, Steven? especially like the bazooka size <laughs> laser sight that is on Kurt Russell's gun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing okay, must wait, weigh like wait, seven pounds. Dave, you inspired <laughs> There's no me. There's way they would let him have that on the force. I had like, a what, the, what are you doing? Wait, I have a proposal. I'm going to change. Officer. I'm going to change the canon of Tango and Cash. They had the wrong guns. Kurt Russell should have had the sleek, silver, shiny pistol, uh, and Pearl then handle. Stallone should have had the over-the-top, like I bought everything from the Sharper Image catalog, like gun yeah. with the lasers and stuff. They had that wrong. I want to switch that somehow. I want somebody to like digitally switch their guns. That means a lot to me, actually. Like I said, they do not know their characters at all. It means a lot <laughs> yeah. if anybody out there is listening. Yes, because their Somebody. characters were made up scene to scene. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Cash they were just like Kurt. Kurt your Kurt, your character. It's like like you. So just like yourself, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what it was. I'm like Stallone. Your character. You like stocks. Yeah, and you're like a no. You're a stockbroker <laughs> cop. It's yeah. a sweet He's got a great yeah, suit on. After the, the prison break, so I think that's when it becomes two different movies, by the way. So that's oh. my two cents. It's two different movies after the prison break where they were like, there's 45 minutes left in the movie. We got to wrap this puppy up. Come on. <laughs> Let's yes. go to Monster a non choice club, that made the club. movie better. The movie was much better when they made that choice. hundred percent. I think it actually, if they broke out earlier and they were going through the world of Jack Palance, that actually would have been more entertaining. I forgot how short it was, but I loved this movie when I was a kid. I just did. But why wouldn't it satisfy? I was like, like seven, probably watched it till I was about 10, 11, you know, on television. Yeah. uh, Laser sights, monster trucks. And when you found the right version, you got titties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Boobs, random boobs, pointless, random eighties boobs. Yeah. yeah Fuck the car. Going back to the, the woman in the car for a second <laughs> shot was really funny. And like five minutes into the movie, there's <laughs> just like two people randomly having sex in the parking lot. She's like, huh? Oh, you're like, nice. That was really... wait, can, we, wait, can we talk about the opening scene, which is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> because... The double heli- the meta helicopter. Yeah. Not only does he, he has like that tiny little, like whatever, 38 revolver. Snub nose 38. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he like squares up with a tanker truck 
Does he? Does, does he, he put in like extra? At it. He puts in like bonus bullets or something, right? Like he's got yeah, like he's got a power ups. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then not the not only does the truck stop and they're like ready, they're like always ready to like take away his badge. They're just like you fucked up, blah blah blah. And then he like shoots the gas tanker truck. And yeah. cocaine comes pouring out of it. Yeah. It looks nothing like <laughs> Gallons cocaine. of cocaine. <laughs> yes. And he tastes it, okay, like, mom. in front of the cops with, like, he puts a little on his pinky. and Not like, a little, Mike. It. And he's just Not like, a little. wait, what? He has a one-liner. I, I, you it's gotta, snowing. I, what do you yeah. know? It's <laughs> snowing. It's snowing. <laughs> <laughs> but st- I think like, Stallone was the best part of the beginning of this movie. All yes. of that. Yeah. He was. But also, the Rambo, reminder, the Rambo was a pussy line was great. A remind, reminder: I told you this was the pinnacle of '80s action cheesiness. That's how I remembered yeah. it. So I'm happy that it the still pinnacle? lives up to that. Like when '80s like, action movies, cliche, cliche. Oh, definitely word. one of the most one of the most pinnacle in my opinion. Okay, that's you know, when okay. where they when you knew it was going movies, out. When '80s action movies jumped the shark. You're saying this movie is the Fonz. I think so. And I think this is that end because it is 89. And I, I think, you know, as you got into the Tarantino period until you get back to Michael Bay in the later 90s, the, there's the death of this sort of thing over the next couple of years. If well, it's not the, Pulp Fiction, it, it, it was John Wu, right? Oh, yeah. That's John Wu didn't break, Face though, off. in America until the late 90s. Late like mid nineties, mid early nineties, like 95, and 96. Face off came off and like yeah. came out, came off in like 96, 97. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. The I early watch 90s, all, of the action movie, all of the action movie innovation to your point was happening overseas and not in American action movies. Like you guys are saying, it kind of got, this yeah. was like, this was like the stale point of this genre right and you know what that kind of i had like a theory about that um like there there must be a point i didn't research this this is totally off the top of my head bullshit but there's got to be periods where like the technology and the amount of people in hollywood that can utilize the technology meaning the stunts the special effects the gunfire the explosions all that um hits a point where there's so many people that you can just shell out one of these movies and the quality is going to be pretty good and you're not going to spend a lot of money on it so as soon as it kind of hits that point, you get saturated, right? Like, and you just have all these scripts that aren't finished and whatever, and you're making all these movies. It was the same thing, like when everybody caught up to the Matrix, right? All of a sudden, yeah. we were saturated well, with this. This is right kind of before movies, CGI, but, but Matrix. right? Yeah, because like what Jurassic Park is like the first movie where and before Total like, Recall, you can yeah, and they're the, yeah. it's like the first movies where you're like, oh wow, you can actually do and Terminator Two. It was like all the same. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, wow, you can make computer stuff look cool. And then the sort of like this style, like literally blowing everything up. It's just like blowing shit up. We had that whole conversation about (laughs) things that now we joke about because we know that they're cliche. But that was all happening in the 80s where, you know, Stallone and Schwarzenegger especially were the two guys who were really like, the one man army, basically, you know, yes. and that became so popular that I think now around when it's filmed in 88 comes out in 89, that was still like, throw another one out there. And I always bring this up. There's another movie called The Perfect Weapon with Jeff, Jeff Speakman. Speakman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's martial arts, man. You know what I mean? And martial arts was still around. But I, I have to say, like, I don't the Kung Fu stuff doesn't break break in America, I think, until 
uh, matrix, really. I think you had Rumble in the Bronx that came out when Jackie Chan got some, you know, yeah. but that was filmed right. in China. Right, and exactly, right. It like was, it was bubbling, it was happening, but not until Matrix did it like, like you said, like dominate everything after that. Yeah. And then you have to find a way oh, to, yeah, once wires. again, you got to find a way to bottle right. it so that it's a good story. I just thought this was ridiculous and I don't know, I don't know why I still love it. Because yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's the end still, of the, uh, the American gun ho action movie. It's like, it feels like that. Yeah. It feels like. Well, it's crazy it's super... to think about because now you see every movie uses like wires uh, and wire fighting, like mm -hmm. every superhero movie that comes out. And yeah. before that, this is like the day, like the days of the just like punching fight. Yeah, like for a lot I of the movie, he's it's like, I try really hard not to punch <laughs> people in the face or something. What does he say yeah. at the end? <laughs> that was like, let's deliberately punch somebody in the face. Let's also I think some of Sly's yeah. performance is just being like, like maybe like what Dave was saying about trying to get writer credit. He's just like, I'm gonna say <laughs> shit randomly. If it gets in the movie, I fucking wrote that. <laughs> it's like I wonder if Vin Diesel uses yeah. that too. I'm well, no, I, Russell yeah, had a pretty because... good handle on the insults. I thought, like, yeah. he would just be like, "Well, you're blah blah blah, you're blah," <laughs> like just like going off at Sly, and then Sly. I feel like he maybe was writing his own comebacks. He, he definitely like, was. They were terrible. Well, like, it was still in his <laughs> contract. So he was still yeah. like Your a glue, huge. Whatever. Yeah, he was a huge <laughs> star at that point. I'm I sure wrote, he wrote something. I wrote Kurt with a little heart. For the U, <laughs> that was before he was in drag and looking looking sexy as hell he's, in drag. And and you know he's what, stayed Jack in drag in for too. quite a long time. Yeah, he did comfortably in, in the movie. He he definitely stayed in that dress when he was at Terry Hatcher's. I have something place. to address with that actually, which is very kind of interesting to modern times right now. So Mrs. Doubtfire just premiered on Broadway, and one of the reviews was like, "It's a tired joke. Yeah, it's a guy in a dress. Like we get it." And rewatching this kind of really reminded me of that when it was like, oh, we'll just put him in drag. No, but Kurt Russell we'll... in drag is funny. <laughs> it, it is, is funny. Oh, but at really the same time, I thought huh? like all the stuff the cop <laughs> was saying was to him. Strangely enough for this one, all the stuff the cop was saying to him, all the offensive shit that he was saying, because Kurt Russell kept giving him the finger and they're flicking cigarettes at him for mm -hmm. doing it. I was like, okay. Strangely works. I don't know how it appropriate work. in, in yeah. this time. You know <laughs> where it didn't work? Bikes. Mannequin, the, the homophobic jokes no, in Mannequin right. were totally. awful. You're right. Yeah, yeah. but this, this I, had to, I had to kind of give him credit where I was like, yeah. It wasn't spirited the, yeah, exactly. the beginning of the movie was like, that was, I think what I didn't like about Russell's performance in the first part of the movie is it's kind of like, he's trying to play like a mean spirited version of Mel Gibson and it's, and it wasn't working for me. I like Kurt Russell the way kind of Mike just did him, which is like always bumbling around and arguing yeah. with people. And sometimes he's right. And sometimes he's wrong. And usually he gets fucked up and it's fun to watch. <laughs> and like, oh, that's yeah. like, he nails that. He's perfect as that. He's so fun His to watch. Character development was he's like, I'm a messy guy who likes yeah. pizza. Yeah, yeah, loves speed. Yeah, steals the. <laughs> I was, love he that. He was just like I'm Jack Burton. That's that what yeah. happened. <laughs> Those are good Jack touches, Burton. though. It was Those Jack Burton, and he was doing. Do oh, and you know, Jack Burton is uh, John Wayne, so yeah. he was just doing like that. They teased like, us with a, with a Kurt Russell Elvis impersonation that didn't. This movie would have went mm. up like nine stars in my books if they'd given us Kurt Russell doing Elvis for some reason. Like by the time they got to that part of the movie, all the rules were out the window. It didn't matter. They were just going to blow everything up they had. So they should have given us some reason for Kurt Russell to like escape on stage and do an Elvis number. They had it. They yeah. had it right there in their hands and they didn't do it. That had, was a huge mistake. 
Terry Hatcher's terrible like drumming drum solo. Like all of this happened in this movie. Everybody was just like watching her, just like ooh, ooh, who is this girl? Fun fact about the the Kurt Russell (laughs) Elvis thing: when they're having that argument about birth dates as to who's going to do the the statement in court. Yeah. Um, it turns out that Kurt Russell's what is his birthday is actually August sixteenth, which is apparently the day that Elvis died. Yeah. Oh, and that was all very intentional right. from Kurt. He's a big Elvis he guy. He did that fan. one. He did oh. that movie where he played Elvis, and then he did a yeah, movie where he played Elvis an Elvis fan. impersonator, Shout and he was good Elvis in both. Fans. <laughs> oh, so wait, another another fun trivia. Oh, wait, we have forty five seconds. I'll I'll do this oh. on the back side. Okay. Okay. Yes, we'll come back on the flip side. Boom. All right. When we get back to it, I have one. There's one shot I, I really love that is so ridiculous. They do the very beginning of the movie. They get the truck full of cocaine. They're all like, "Yeah, we did the bust." And then out of nowhere, in I'm assuming the California desert, a limo drives by with all the bad guys in it. Did we all not great. notice? <laughs> Just yes. like, and they, they were like window five down. seconds behind them. <laughs> Yeah, he rolled the window down. They're like, hey, man, what's up? We'll see you later in the the, movie. The traffic (laughs) is backed up from the cocaine bust. Can we talk about Jack Jack Palance's plan and or agenda in this movie? Quick trivia question. Go ahead, go ahead. I want to see who can answer this, and it's easy because it's on IMDb. Kurt Russell. No. (laughs) Elvis. Sylvester Stallone, besides Tango and Cash, has played a cop that has been framed for murder in two other movies. Copland. Cobra. No. Cobra. Copland. No, he's not framed in oh. Copland. And what about Cobra? Co- nope, not Cobra. What? Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> Are you reading they're both, right? They're both, like, they're both really entertaining movies, too. So, um, Judge uh, Dredd? Yes, yes, that's one. Oh, yeah, Judge Dredd is one. Um. I don't know. That might be worth a visit one day. Yeah, and the other one was was early '90s as well. Demolition Man. Tell us, Demolition Man. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they both take place in the future. Yeah, I remember that with Taco Bell. Yeah. Can I ask you guys? This is an important question. So take a deep breath. How do you guys feel about Marshala Ali becoming Blade? Love it. (sighs) I like that. Okay. Yeah. I like that too. I'm right. fine with Good. that. Love as it. long as they I'm keep glad. that uh, ice skating uphill line in. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I think it. Wesley's blade no. is retired. Suck heads. Its blade has got to be something else now. It must be really... <laughs> motherfuckers. Did you guys look, look at that uphill. video I sent you? There's a security guard who is literally he, blade. Yeah, he, he is blade. He looks exactly. He has like a him, million yeah. weapons He's that so like scary. look like they could kill vampires. Yeah. He has like a the leather coat that like hides his like sword and stuff. Yes. Is that like you know the two guns? He's just a security guard. Like he's not like. How are you allowed to have that many weapons as a security guard? I don't want to run into him next time I'm shoplifting at Hot Topic. I don't know where he is. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. If I shoplift from Forever Twenty One, is he going to impale me? Yes. I well, know, right? Both, call you a suckerhead in both ways. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm. By the way. 
I like that they use a derogatory term for uh, Italians in this Me movie. Too. We just don't that. hear that. Yeah. And Amazon fucked up. They spelled it with the subtitles on as, so the word is WAP, word of the day, and they spelled <laughs> it as W-O-P. And I was like, is that because of the Nicki Minaj song? I was no. like, it's, oh, that's Isn't that WAP. how WAP is spelled? WAP, no, is, WAP w- is spelled W-H-O-P because it means without papers, which is what they were calling most of the That is not what WAP means. Well, then yeah, why? Where's the H come in? That, that doesn't it make any it. sense. It's it W-O-P it without There's papers. Wet ass pussy. Yeah, it does mean that. <laughs> it does mean that. They meant that all Italian men have wet ass pussies. That's park your, <laughs> park your dump truck so in my So you're saying that the, the derogatory... <laughs> this movie actually decently avoided being a racist 80s movie somehow. Like, I never felt racially uncomfortable during this movie. Um, they actually did do a nice. pretty good job. Well, there was a lot of, <laughs> like, I guess, like, the Latin There's white guys playing accent. not white people. With yeah, maybe it was racist. Well, look, they know. just made fun you know, of British I mean, people they, um, by having Brian James's character try an English accent. That was pretty. That much accent it. was baffling. It was I know. so bad. <laughs> he was, was really like, "Good day, governor." <laughs> actually, he actually said "governor" a number of times. Yeah, <laughs> it was really bad. Did you, like, did you like a, either you one like, of the directors step in and be like? Just like Warbun Hood, just don't do the accent. Don't don't do it. No, no. Apparently, no, according, you let him according go. to the fun facts, Stallone liked it so much he gave him more speaking roles, and, yeah. and that is true. He he, <laughs> was, he he's like, well, you was so enthralled he's with like, his nah, accent. I was just fucking around, mate. Sometimes <laughs> I really like well, Stallone. Spot on. That's like I went to London one time. You sound like the Beatles. And he also he also wrote in a lot more screen time for the face, the guy known as the face, yeah, because the face. he was like, you got to get this face on camera so more. How okay? I'm just gonna keep coming back to things about the the whole plot of the bad guys. How did well, face can I make a come, jack- Wait, how did face show up at the sewer with like an escort of fifty cops and canine <laughs> units? How was face yeah. in charge? Why was he in charge that night? I. Did not connect any of these dots, and I need help with this. It's a very corrupt prison that lets yeah. drug dealers run it. Where did Jack Hounds go? Is he a vampire? He just hid behind yeah. a heater in a room full of heaters where they're going to look for people <laughs> hiding. Like, there's 30 cops in that room. But it had to say that he owned everybody. That's yes. why. And then they were yes. like, if I just hide behind, it's the Jurassic Park Tyrannosaurus Rex logic, okay? I hide behind a heater, Stay and still. the cops can't see me. That's yeah. it. They still. Brian Jones did it too. He didn't go anywhere. He just went, I'm going behind this heater. Dave, and that's do you remember it. the night we went yeah. through your house with baseball bats? Because with like wiffle bats, because we were so <laughs> sure somebody had broken in. And, and we, like, we like moved as a team through your house, clearing every did. room. Yeah. We would use the end of, we had a proton pack, <laughs> toy proton pack. And the end of it, if you took, the, took it off the, the pack, you had this like little rubber hose. And it hurts so bad when you whip somebody with it because Mike definitely <laughs> whipped me with it. We whipped each other. So that we had that, and then we had maybe wow. a baseball bat. But we thought the whip would really work well if someone was whip. in the house. It's a whip Which <laughs> is a parallel fable uh, to uh, Tango and Cash in their prison time. That was our overnights. was yeah. exactly so, like that. So you mean Tango, where they're, where they're Tango had an interesting really blossomed. approach. Tango immediately just like <laughs> – tied up his bunk mate and was like, you're not going to be fucking weird. I just want to chill out. Leave me alone. And like Juan that. Was that, that Ron Howard's brother? That guy? Yeah, that was Clint Howard. Yeah. Nice. And then Cash, Cash ran into like the biggest human ever. 
and somehow got That's the bottom great. bunk. That was a hilarious, horrible joke of a scene where he's like lying under a 350 pound, like shack, like man on like, um, what are the things that sailors sleep actually in? Pretty funny. Uh, the the bunk beds. That, well, like they the, were like that, hammock bunk beds. It was terrible. It's actually pretty funny because no, they're not hammocks. They, they revealed That's the a joke. Big guy really well because like Kurt Russell goes off on like one of his like Kurt Russell rants. Mm-hmm. He, you know, be, they're talking about like using the toilet or whatever. He's like, I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna use the toilet if I want to use the toilet. And then he like stands up and he's just like, oh. You can do whatever you want. Like, <laughs> never knew Kurt Russell was an old Jewish funny. man. I don't know. That's like my impression of him. That's your was hilarious. These bagels didn't come on. Come on, on Wang. Can we talk about the private shower scene for the two of them? Yeah, that they that both was get to spend like twenty minutes in the shower with each other. Just yeah, did anybody calculate how much like dick, dick to dick facing was happening? Dave, that Dave, is that historically accurate for prison? <laughs> Yes. In all honesty, uh, every inmate uh, from the time since, uh, I don't know, uh, the 30s would get uh, 40 minute showers together, though. You had to pick your partner. Yeah. You didn't get to turn on every single shower uh, at the same time. Well, the way you had to pick your partner was you would like put a cherry on everyone's cell. And if the cherry was eaten, (laughs) but the pit wasn't there, that was your partner. And then if you were in the shower for more than 40 minutes, you had to square dance. I mean, it's all documented. It's very strange. And then you yeah, had to was decades before you could do that in your own home legally. It's true. It was, one, consistency, one consistency yeah. of Stallone's character throughout all of everything Dave just said was he would keep turning his back on things. He'd be like, mm. like, imagine if you're listening that I'm pointing behind me and being like, there's something really dangerous there, but I'm just turning my back to it constantly. He did that like eight times in the movie. He'd like run in and they'd be like, shit, there's a whole bunch of guys with machine guns. And he would just turn his back and be like, what do we do cash? Every single time that was his move. He, he didn't like to they face do. things. They he stood a corner that, like, in one uh, scene. <laughs> they do, do that like did. Zach Morris thing almost. Do you know what I mean? Like where, where they're like everyone's standing around them, being like, you know, we're gonna kill you guys and torture you guys, and they're talking to each other like it's like an aside. Don't panic. Camera. Don't it's panic. Like, yeah, don't panic. It's all foobar. Don't panic. No, wait, hold on. What's like also like everybody, it's like, it's, yeah, everybody's watching you guys talk to each other about your plan or whatever. <laughs> I, so I also like how the, the big like we can all hear the, you, man. <laughs> the writers of the movie were very careful to no, they go weren't. into deep explanation about the properties of electricity when it came to yes. jumping and grabbing a wire and sliding to safety. You can be but in the same water as someone else is being like if you were as long to, as you're yeah, not you the were to first like, person. Exactly. Like if you were to yeah. rip a cable off the wall <laughs> and like dip and like hit it in a bucket of water where somebody's feet are in it, they're dead. Solo, it's you're not in just your like 40s. It, how many beers would it yeah. take for you to allow me to drop like a live battery in a bucket you're standing in? I a battery? No, like a conduit for a prison-sized washing machine. No, no, no. I don't want to. I don't want to kill you. I just want to get on the verge of killing you and see yeah. how much you would take. You guys ever put a nine volt on your tongue? Oh yeah. No. <laughs> All right. We don't, well, we don't advocate that. I've either been electrocuted here. before. Yeah. I when podcast. I was playing a show. Uh, when I was playing a show, my amp had a bad ground, and I grabbed a microphone, uh, and I literally fell to the ground. Like, no, I, oh, I shocked oh, myself like, doing at-home electrical and repairs. In my it whole hurts. Body. It hurts it really, a lot. It really hurts. You don't <laughs> hurts. ever want to do it. So that guy's acting like he was really hurting in that scene on the roof. Yeah. Accurate. 
Yes. Yeah. No, also, it's more how like do they keep power? How do they keep power to the prison if everything on the roof sparks every time it rains? I know there was okay. there was a lot of questions about electricity from this. Movie. No, I have. Who's your contractor? Who's your contractor? I want you guys to, 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 to admit something prison. to me real quick. Do you guys yes. also believe that electricity is magic and actually have no idea how it works at all? Because that's the camp I'm in. It's magic to me. I don't get it. That's all I got from Ben Franklin. I yeah. understand it's it magic. pretty much. It's atoms moving really fast in a way that makes other things start going fast. But why? <laughs> I have why, to, wait, so I have two things. I know. What about right, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I have an important thing. A really important thing. It's Tango yeah. and Cash. How important why is water wet? Because why this is an action movie. This is a this is a greater action movie critique. And I wanna oh, all ghost. four of us have watched thousands of action movies. Okay. Thousands. The the giant truck explosion jump was excellent. It the was excellent. people explosion jump was mediocre, bordering on lazy. That's my critique. Which one though? Because there's a so couple... the truck is when they they're they're in there like the truck with the Gatling gun on the side that they're with the computer oh, yeah. truck. No, that oh, was yeah, and yeah. he's like, it's the scene where Russell's like, I'm going for it. And Stallone and and Tango's like, no, don't go. And he hits the don't nozzle or whatever. It. And they jump through the explosion <laughs> and it's great. It's like the camera's like right underneath it. You get the slow motion fire. It's all the things that you know humans love, fire and stuff. And then the jumping scene is when they get Terry Hatcher and they escape. The bomb oh, that yeah. Jack Palance oh, yeah. set for himself that only had 20 seconds in it. Like, dude, you're going to get out of that place <laughs> yeah. in 20 seconds? You haven't even killed them yet. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. He pushes not killing the hero to a parody level in this movie, by the way. But, yeah, like so his, that's my like, grade on the explosions. Do you guys agree with me? I thought the jump one was excellent. The human one was not good. Oh, no, yeah, it was awful. They jumped, like, three feet. It yeah, was so like, like, they were like... Yeah, I also okay. I also want to oh, talk no. about Jack Palance's yeah. pre-planned Hall of Mirrors as his last defense. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's you just saw Conan yeah. the Destroyer or whatever, where James Earl Jones does like the spell of, yeah. with the mirrors at the end, and Conan. No, it's just in case they make it into my inner sanctum. I'm going to have a Hall of Mirrors prepared. Yes. It's a good it's idea. Enter, so it's enter like the it dragon, have, guys. Like a helicopter. Enter the dragon, yeah. Yeah, really. Enter the dragon, it's enter the dragon period. It's like a car they, to get It's away a whole lot of good. cocaine, and they couldn't figure out how to finish the movie. They oh, man. Just cocaine like, was absolutely involved in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, 100%. Also, is the strip club a strip club? I don't know, but that was a great shot of Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell did a great, like, circle take in the like of the boobs, you know, walking into yeah. the dressing room. That uh, just flawless... <laughs> Flawless performance. By, by the way, <laughs> kudos to Terry Hatcher because she actually was apparently also a singer and a dancer. Because I was trying no, to look at no, no, her. Uh, you know her, how uh, I whole, know? Not a drummer, but not her drummer. dancing. I was like, okay, no. she could. Amazon dance. told me there's a dance double. She got oh. a credit. She got I was a credit. Watching pretty good. Wow. I paused it during a scene. I know, but I paused it during a scene where there was we dancing. Take it all I think back, there Terry were lots Hatcher. of shots where her back was turned <laughs> to the camera, back. and that's the double. That's wow. Oh. And then kudos, no way. Kudos to the editor. Yeah, yes. you're right. You're absolutely right. There you you go. Even know yeah. Kudos and to the, the editor she, for that uh, one. I did the, not the, see that coming, buddy. The simulated you sex lady, scene. Whoever you are. That I love you. Had they had sex already? Tango though? walks. No, they had not. That no, was they, all like her bra, massaging her his bra back. and like fancy gloves. Like she was a like at a flapper party or something in the 20s. She had like fancy gloves. When she was stripping <laughs> or when she was massaging him? When she was massaging him. 
Well, those are massage gloves. You don't know that? Historically, she wasn't wearing them for the massage. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny, though. That Historically was really speaking, that was funny. you would have to put on gloves before you touch yeah. someone to massage them, not to have sex with them. Those were hand job speaking. gloves. It's Victorian. The, the glitter on the gloves <laughs> gives you away every time. Did you did you guys like uh, Jack Palance's PowerPoint with mice? Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> At one point, I did say to to uh, Mrs. Really J Bone, I was like, "There's three mice in the maze, and there's Tango Cash and Ponytail Guy." And yeah. she was like, "Oh," but it didn't mean anything, and I don't think. But for some reason, it seemed to make yeah. sense. That I was, was waiting there. for like all to come together, but he was it just didn't. like playing with mice. Yeah. So that was the this, Game of Thrones. This mouse bad guys. is Tango. <laughs> this little mouse. Jack Palance was not in the right movie in the beginning of this movie, but by the end yeah. of the movie, he was in the exact right movie he needed to be in. And it yes. was kind of amazing to see that happen. It did not make any sense, his performance in the beginning of that movie. It was like, what, what are they doing here? This is not Yeah, anything. I wish he was involved more because he's, he's a great bad guy. Like, really, they should have written more for him. But he was I mean, probably like, I'm old really and I just want to hang out. Yeah, he's a good bad guy. Was it? He just, didn't, they didn't give know. him anything to work with. He got to do whatever he wanted, it seemed like. Yeah, I feel like he got exactly <laughs> the right amount to work with, actually. It was just about. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. The Jack Palance. Dave, what more did you want out of him? Backstory or more like time with him? I wanted more of him like fucking with them. And I wanted more sadistic shit that he would do to them. I agree. I think he would have been good in that. To lean more. This movie needed to lean more into one of these directions. It it, like never quite landed enough um, to get... To get Did to they that, have like, a whole script written before they actually made the movie? Does anybody? I don't know, know that? but I would bet against yes. it. <laughs> I'm gonna just say <laughs> there was a screenwriter credit, so somebody wrote something. It doesn't mean the movie was finished when they started shooting. Yeah. I mean, Gladiator, <laughs> they were actually writing on set for like yeah. the second it's half fine. of the movie. It's which fine works, as long as you get the vibe right. The story doesn't matter as long as you get the vibe right. But this is yeah. like Cleopatra with uh, Elizabeth Taylor, where they change directors and it feels like two different movies, which is exactly what happened after the prison break. They also, I love how they true. just don't explain like all the little hideouts that Tango and Cash go to and how like Sly yes. at some point is just in a mechanics place and he's like, what's up, Pablo? Or I really, whoever. okay, to that end, yeah. I really wish they introduced the, the weirdo uh, Q techie guy earlier in the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy's great. The guy from yeah. Scrooge. He should have been. He should have been in the whole Scrooged. movie. Scrooge. Oh Jesus! By the no, way, I'm not kidding. Like this whole movie, I was like, where the so fuck do guys. I know this guy James from? James Hong, who is the, the we didn't the even say his name. The... Say his yeah. name again. James Hong, who plays Lopan. Lopan. David Lopan is with the Kurt most Russell. credited actor of all time, and is too good for this movie. I know. Like yeah. this movie is <laughs> and he, bar- he gets like a FaceTime call with Jack Palance, and that's which was great. Yeah, him and that other dude were in the right movie. Him and the other guy were in the right movie. They knew exactly what movie they were making, and this movie needed John Carpenter so badly. Oh yeah, that would have been desperately needed. But did you like the whole obsession with the TVs thing? I thought that was actually. I was like, oh, this is like that era of Max Headrooms, or I don't even know when that show actually premiere. But uh, right around then. But like where everything was going to be in TVs, everything was going to be this. And what I love to think about too is that. They had to, like, when they're in the car at the end and the techie dude from Scrooge is talking to them, they had to do a video recording of him saying all that and then play it back in the car for them to actually respond right. to it. Yeah. And I was and I was thinking about in, like, 89, I was like, 
could you actually have like television, like monitor communication? I don't think you could physically. You know this movie made me think. I mean, you have cameras. You could, the so but you couldn't. Yeah. But they are miles and miles apart. You I mean, would need an antenna the size. Yeah. So they of would like, have to like beam but, magical television <laughs> waves Dave, miles he had away the, he had the where the camera is. He had the eyeball thing. Which made, which was like clearly an enchanted item that gave him superpowers from the future, and he could hook up Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't um, be. I would yeah, maybe not Jack mind if this Palance movie had is a magic. time traveler. He, I think yeah. he's a vampire. My theory is he's a vampire, which is why he could like sneak back into the shadows and just disappear. Also, also, what the what fuck police is he doing? Department, I still don't understand. What, yeah, what police department has an experimental? Weapons unit like James exactly. Bond, yeah. which I love. So I was like, exactly. I never was thought that about that department? as a kid. Yes. Is that who that yeah. was? How that did was you guys Kurt get Russell's that? police like department. The LAPD. I just yeah. thought it was, a, actually I just thought it was some dudes Kurt Russell <laughs> knew, and he was like, I know this guy who's into like high tech weaponry down at the docks. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been true too, but no they sense. did say it was the LAPD like weapons development unit, and they all which had does make sense. And I was like, oh, of course, because we've all seen these high-tech weapons used. I was like, what? Never. There's no police department that has oh, that. Oh, oh man. They left no that warehouse open and unguarded and full of guns and ammo. <laughs> it was just open. It was just it, like it was wide open. open. Because it's surrounded drunk by a quarry. In there. Anything could happen. It's open because it's surrounded by a quarry filled with... Gatling gun, like monster trucks. So nobody's going to get to the warehouse. Do you guys know what this movie is like? But it's like Fast and Furious. But Fast and Furious does this way better. (laughs) It totally was. It was was a Fast and Furious Furious movie. Because like basically... A post-Justin Lin Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, where they're just like, they're like secret agents. I don't know, cops maybe. It doesn't matter. It's just like, let's go to the next one. Yeah, oh wait, they, guys! They I, have I have a, a question. They literally the, had a car chase at a factory with tons of like cool cars. The gas mileage on that truck was atrocious, by the way, for being a genius. <laughs> We're almost out put of some gas. Extra gas, gas, the gas so they ran out they gas also, so fast. <laughs> the one thing the difference between this and Fast and the Furious is because Fast and the Furious movies are like three hours oh, yeah, long. Oh, they yeah. sometimes explain what's going on. This one were like, like no. <laughs> yeah. They were like no. Hour forty three. Don't explain shit. We're going. I love that. Yeah. You know that gets me pumped, though. I don't want to. Yeah. Don't explain anything to me. Yeah, just assault me with it. That's all I want from movies. Just hit me with it. It's, fucking it's a cool movie. Like don't ask part. questions. I do. Yeah, the second half of this yeah. movie is fucking awesome. The first half of this movie but, sucks but ass. Like, in the fast what do you define as the first and the second part of this movie? The post prison is awesome. As soon as they escape from prison, okay. yeah, and kind of starting with the actual escape, like with the fan scene. I want to say the movie, yeah. like reignites itself and becomes really fun and and yeah. what it should have been the whole time it's the torture scene that's the scene that turns I it always, they get that's what i thought fight. i thought like yeah. when they get to prison and also uh, like yeah that is the rowdiest fucking prison when they walk in and like everything is on fire everything's on fire Every- <laughs> <laughs> and the cops are like the ceo the seat whatever they are uh, you know they're just like huh no worries so like, those awesome cops are walking in, in like t-shirts <laughs> with like sticks and they're like, this is hey, I want to see like one cop lean over to the other, like one guard lean over to the other and be like, oh, every Taco Tuesday this happens. This is, yeah. You like, <laughs> they get so excited. So bad later. The gas. <laughs> These guys yeah. are going to really regret this, you know? And they the most like steampunk laundry room, furnace room that ever existed. Yeah. 
And I have to give credit. uh, It was like, it's kind of an amazing design. I don't know if it fits this movie. I feel like one of those stars. You you, you Amazon watchers, I have a question for you. Because I I did a lot of research for all the other movies that all these secondary actors were in. Who was the guy, the sound expert? He was in another five or six oh, movies and he's oh, the yeah. one guy Sound I expert didn't... shit yeah he's in he's been in so oh, many. he's yeah. such a 90s character 80s the captain character. was my favorite yeah. of all of the out of like, i like the idea so i was gonna say earlier this like highlander i came out of this movie feeling like that if we dedicated a year of our lives somehow to making a movie we could make this movie <laughs> <laughs> you a lot of stunts like you, you could well, I maybe die. not like all the car stunts and as many explosions but we could like fudge one of these movies <laughs> i don't know like there's just I, like yeah it's so honestly no it's all and 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 j-bone knows with all the effects that you can buy you know for premiere pro and all those things we probably could yeah <laughs> you minimize probably. you minimize the digital fire but you uh you just kind of lean into it and pretend it's real anyway it's true. That's what everybody I'm does on anyway. fire. Uh, yeah. See how good yeah. my acting. Like, there's a lot of people. Like, <laughs> these movies are funny. Like, everybody got too good at making them, and then they became yeah. old fashioned. Yeah. Well, right. wait, wait, there's a, all... there's a Fast and Furious where they go to prison. They put yeah. Paul Walker <laughs> in prison to get this other guy. Yeah. This is yeah, right. Fast and the Furious is an ode to every action movie. All I can trope see is that ever. this movie now. Yeah, they're, I saw they're just four like, of those in a row. It's crazy. But they get it, and they're like, you just have to do it bigger because that's all action is in general. The movie District B and Momentum. Wait, now amend, amend, amendum to what amendum? you said. Momentum. Momentum. Me- addendum. I want to add to what Dave said. I want to do it like a subtext. Addendum. Because it's wait, not just it's not just bigger, but you have to keep the momentum of the thrills. You got to keep circus. it coming. It's circus, yeah. and we always used to. Our dad used to always say this, but it was always like in the circus, they always have to top themselves, and they always have to mess the trick up in a way because you're always mm-hmm. building and building and building to the main trick. And I think action is a lot that way. And I think one movie that is super short. But was amazing when it came out. I don't know. We maybe we'll revisit it. But like District B thirteen, not for the story, not for the acting. The parkour stunts when that French movie was like first introduced just kept topping itself, topping itself, and for that alone was pretty fucking amazing. Parkour, parkour, and they all talk like, (laughs) "How? What's the French? How do you how do you speak French, Mike? Like, uh, what 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 do you mean? How do you speak French? Jean 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 Jean." (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's, there you go. That's, that's how you <laughs> just said John for John, John, John. John, 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 John. Just say John, 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 John. See, I'm speaking French talk. <laughs> solo, solo. Yes. Oh, wait, Dave. Hit, oh. us, hit us with wait. them alternative titles. Okay, yeah. someone. While I do um, this, if if you can stop yourself from laughing. I looked up how much Tango and Cash made, but I want to know how much it was made for. What was its budget? All right. Five dollars. I know know how much it made. $70 million. Time for... $20 million. It it was made for $35 million. It was made for $35? You knew that. You looked that up, though, didn't you? And it made... $55. What? That's good money. That's good money. So I'm I'm pretty sure they were asked to do a. This is also why this is one of those I say very I won't maybe not pinnacle, but one of those '80s movies where you're like where you hear the cliche 
throw these guys together, we'll make a million dollars. Get them, get them shirtless in a shower, yeah. dick to dick, and we're just going to roll in the cash. Yeah. You needed the a 1989 audience needed that dick. Time for alternative <laughs> titles. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. I don't know. Throw some if shirtless in the shower isn't in there. I'm I'm hanging up. You can add your own at the end. All right. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, tango with cash. Tango loves cash. Tango and cash forever. Tango takes cash. Whoa, whoa. Tango and cash after dark. Um, <laughs> snow truckers uh, because of the truck with the mullets on parade. Boot gun. I like that one. Everybody fucks in a parking garage. Yes. Everybody fucks. Everybody fucks. <laughs> Quick and easier is what your wife calls you. I'm uh, actually, I have to say. That was a good line. That was a good line. I think it's kind of miraculous that I've never fucked in a parking garage. I, I just realized that. I feel like that should have happened to me. I just, um, yeah. Right. Anyway. Uh-oh. Well, I mean, you probably um, could get a babysitter. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not like a goal. The dream is alive. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> going to Atlantic City is a great move. You go yeah. to Atlantic City and you see where the I'm night like, is. Hey, hon. Everybody does in Atlantic City. Fun. It's like jerking off in San Diego. Um, all Europeans are bad guys. Chainsaw and beer. Woo. That guy was not European, though. It was a lie. I know. Tango and Cash get sweaty. Tango yeah. and Cash meet Ron Howard's brother. Tango and Cash take a shower. Yes. You don't know shit. Uh, <laughs> name of my country album. Go and study with an alimony check. Um, <laughs> death by fan. Death by wires. Death by Terry Hatcher. Jazz dance stripper. Jazz dance stripper style. There we go. Tango does cash all night. Tango does cash <laughs> Wait, in the... No. Okay. <laughs> In the shower. That's his. That's his blade. That uh, was I have, I have, uh, fill in that blade. We always have a good like. We always have a good like mind. punk rock. Wait, I got a good punk rock band name from this movie. I know you guys uh, always get a kick out of that. Prison Slinky. Ah, uh, that's a go. good one. Yeah. Is that jerking off in a uh, like a sock full of nickels? No, Clint Howard had a slinky. Yeah. Who would ever let I someone know. in a prison have a slinky? That's a deadly weapon. You apparently you chose that someone. friend with it. That's that's your issue with what went on in that prison. You're like, that's how did the only logical flies on the movie? <laughs> yeah, it looks like it was rough sleeping. He there. was my best friend. Is Jack Palance a vampire? <laughs> that's what I say. All yes, right, solo, yes. solo. He's uh, in the next Blade movie. Did yeah. Tango and Cash suck now? Oh, yes, Tango and Cash sucked now. However, um. It leaned into the sucking. It, I, I think <laughs> it, it recognized its own suckitude and just mm-hmm. really went for it. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think when it was originally made that that kept it light and kept it quasi entertaining and it didn't take itself too seriously, obviously. And it, you know, it had all the explosions just about the time when I was starting to nod off. <laughs> and, it, you know, it, it knew that it wasn't going to win awards. It was all about the the chiseled chests and the, the supple so, Did breasts. you think that was a profound statement? 
that the makers of Tango and Cash knew it wasn't going to win awards. Is that like, are you bringing content here with that kind of statement? You know, but no, it's, it's I, mean, look, I, I, I think the most insightful kind of dive into this was that it was the end of this era of action movies. And I like how I like to frame it in that perspective because it's like a nice swan song. Was, was Under Siege the bridge? Was Under Siege the bridge? Was Under Siege, Under like Siege the was one of the last great ones, in my opinion. Under, that, yeah, and Under Siege but was, it's slightly more modern than these kind of yeah. movies. It almost feels like like uh, like the Alice in Chains of the transition period. Like they were kind of hair metal, but they were kind of grunge. And Alice in Chains Under Siege was kind of eighties, but kind of nineties. Like it had I a little always bit think of both. my my theory is is that Pulp Fiction and those movies killed everything went indie for a couple of years and then it came back. You know what I mean? Like you know you know who never went indie on us? Jean Claude Van Damme. Never. Yeah, no, he did. And we owe Not him a all. movie. All right. So Solo, you ask the next person. Dave will get to go last, obviously, because it's it was his call. Okay. Okay. Then. All right. I'm gonna spit it back at you, J Bone, okay. and I want to know if you thought that Tango and Cash sucks now. Well, I actually agree with you. I thought, yes, it sucks now, but also it was highly entertaining. And I thought the second half was kind of amazing. I just wanted, the first half was like really not good. <laughs> I did not like it. And it felt, I don't know, wrong. It just felt like it was a hot mess <laughs> and nobody knew what they were doing. And then somehow, miraculously, Jack Palance and Kurt Russell like pulled this movie together <laughs> somehow with their performances <laughs> and, and brought Stallone back into a different movie. And it got really fun at the end. So it was a lot of fun, but it does suck now. Mike, does uh, Tango and Cash suck now? Uh, I am going to agree with uh, you guys. It does suck now. But uh, I kind of agree with you. This is the nicest suck now we've ever given. Yeah. Well, like, I kind of agree with that. Like, what, I mean. Best sucking. I love Kurt Russell. Yes. And I feel like it, he was like just enough to like get me through this movie. Like he was there for me. He was doing all his Jack Burton one-liners and, but like Stallone, I just felt like had no idea who his character was, even though like, did you guys notice they kept explaining who his character was yes. throughout the whole movie? It was almost like, like they forgot they had shot scenes earlier and already talked about stuff sometimes. And they're yeah. like, oh, he misses. Like, we better cover that base again. It's like, no, no, no. We stopped paying attention have, a long time ago. Did have two directors, by the way. That makes a lot of oh. sense. Yeah, I bet you I'm more. Three, if you count Tango. Stallone behind <laughs> the scenes, yeah. I but love he, how uh, you were saying Stallone acted behind the scenes, and I was like, I agree with you on that. I think you yeah. said that because he doesn't exa- exactly act in front of the scenes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> on camera, Dave. I'm all for quoting the, yourself. The, so if you just did that, I love that you did it. No, like, was I felt like up until halfway through the that. movie, they kept having scenes where people, they would cut away to somebody and they'd be talking and they're like, well, you know, he's like into stocks and he's like a banker, but he's a cop. He doesn't play by the rules, but he's the newspaper. The newspaper <laughs> keeping up with everything was amazing. I loved every newspaper uh, part of this movie. I love newspapers as a plot device. It makes everything real quick. I like, I want to go back to like yeah. cards where it'd be like, meanwhile, at the castle, and I just want to like, like, just give me like a real quick three seconds of tell me what the fuck's going on, and then go back to the craziness. You mean because I, they I didn't have sound? Yes, we should get rid of sound. <laughs> no more talking in movies. Talking go ahead, finish, finish up, Mike. Bone. <laughs> but I, will, I just want, I, I want to say I did enjoy this movie the same way I enjoy like the Fast and Furious movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. Like it it's just a lot of like explosions and fluff and car chases and whatever. Yeah. But Stallone does have one good piece of advice, Dave. 
a dance tour is not a vacation. Boom. <laughs> it's Boom. not. It's work. I mean, yeah. if we're talking in reality. But I don't know what her dance tour Hatch- would have Did been. Did she say that? I don't, yeah, I, I don't that know. That was Stallone to Terry Hatcher. Yeah. What yeah, I want to know is what her dance tour was after finding out that she works in a semi-clothes-on nude performance strip club that I just couldn't figure yeah. out what that club was. And apparently it was popular in the, in, in the 80s yeah. in L.A. Amateur it percussionist. Seemed, it seemed fun. May I, may I offer something <laughs> it was a lot before, of fun. before, you know, Dave, throw, before throw. Dave closes it, closes it for us? Um, okay, so... Um, there's a multiple, multiple chase sequences during this film, Tango and Cash, both lauded policemen refuse to close any kind of entryway into the room. They just escaped to behind them to the point that I counted like a dozen times that they could have closed the door behind them and slowed down their pursuers. They refused to do it. (laughs) And it bothered me the entire movie. Thank you. They don't play by the (laughs) rules. J bone. Close yeah. the fucking door doors when you rules. run away. Close doors the door. Doors have rules. And don't that, that sounds a lot like they a don't rule abide to by me. them. There's yeah, doors ah. have rules, and they're like, right, "Fuck right. you, doors. I'm yeah. gonna right. do what I want." You're right. You're right. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna preserve my note for posterity. <laughs> Over my dead Show body. where my head was. But you guys are right. That's how Thank I would have directed it. I would have been like, "Tell that door to fuck itself." Dave, you 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 brought this movie to us. I had never seen it before, and I'm glad I have seen it. Does it suck now? I have to. It's really funny. Actually, after hearing Mike's explanation for what it is, I don't think it sucks now. I think it, it's still the prime example of cliche based action period from that era. So I've seen it done better. Of era. Course. era. Era. You know what? Era. Use guys. Use guys. Want to get your own hoagies? And uh, go get some water. You can go fuck yourselves, okay? Who pissed in your Cheerios anyway? Okay, fine. Go on. <laughs> in right. this era, okay. Um, nice. And I don't know. I'm just gonna say that I don't think it sucks now. I don't think it's a great movie, but I don't think it sucks now. And I Fair. think once again Would we run into the same of thing of consensus? like I watched it a lot as a kid. <laughs> So there's still a nostalgic thing that I think would cloud me from being like, I think it completely sucks. I think it's better from your stance. We all said that, I think Mike was the only one who said that Mannequin didn't suck. And this movie was way better than Mannequin. This movie was a million times better than fucking Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. That movie should be a Wait, did I? I didn't say that Mannequin didn't suck, did I? Didn't you say like you, I I thought you said it held like nostalgic enough value for you. Maybe not, but this movie is leagues above both of those movies. For even though it still sucks, episode. it's better than both of those movies. In so I'm happy many ways. we did it though. I wanted yeah. to revisit it. You know yeah, what I mean? It, it, was, it was one of those choice. movies. Yeah. What's and next? I don't know. Maybe we. Sh- I don't know. What are we doing next? So let's either we're gonna fade out right now. Bam. Cue. Or I'm gonna leave it in if we talk. If we figure out the movie. Or did we decide it. in one minute? I don't know if we're gonna decide in one minute. What was the list that you sent? A good list though. Um, there's a couple on that list I definitely I mean we haven't done a Van Damme movie you just said it let's yeah. do Demolition Man <laughs> um, Demolition Man we I need, about we need to, to do we need to come, come back we can't let's do Stallone back. back to back we're coming back we're gonna talk this out we're coming back let's go calling time out time out one time do, do either of you guys actually run any social media for this podcast 
You interact with any people? Okay. Never mind. I could. I was going to say, if any listeners, one time I saw this movie, it was a samurai movie in a film festival in the early to mid 2000s. And it ended with the samurai trans teleporting to a Morbius strip in space and destroying infinity with his sword. And that was the end of the movie. And it was fucking awesome. And I have no idea what the movie that was. If anybody knows what that is, send it to Mike. I'd also like to hear from our, our listeners because we're all in this age group and we probably watched Cowboy Bebop. If you didn't, that's fine too. But Never what did you think it. of the live action series on Netflix? It just got canceled, and I was kind of disappointed. Okay, so. Dave, that is not relevant. Yeah, wait, wait, aren't we supposed to? Do <laughs> I thought we were asking roundup? stuff for the listeners. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, what did you? We, yeah, I wanted to ask that. It is the end of the year? Thank you, listeners. Happy New Year, Mike. Yeah, uh, end of the year what, what did you? What did you dig this year, Mike? Uh, well, I just watched the Beatles uh, get back, get back, which I really loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just a nerd for the Beatles. When it comes down to it, it's like I forget about them for a while, and then you see them again, and you're like, "Oh yeah, that's fucking awesome." That's a big addition uh, for you. You've spent periods of your life as an anti-Beatles fan. I know this. No, I've never been anti-Beatles. No. Okay. No, Anti-Nirvana. No, no. Yeah, like Nirvana. Maybe I go back I and like forth. Um, there's a lot I go back and forth like on, Dave but Kroll. like, there's a few. It's like the Beatles were the original thing that really made me get into music so it's it's like that deeply get back Um, is really fucking good i'm only a third of it i only saw the first part but it's fucking brilliant it's incredible it's like being if you're a musician it's like being in band practice with the beatles and you watch them like write all these incredible songs watching them culminate and just start jamming right oh it's so like how they just kind of start every day getting right down to it and they like pick up their instruments and they just start playing and like have songs that's amazing. And then, like, Paul writes a get back just out of nowhere, it feels yeah. like. It's so good. And then the concert at the end is just, it's phenomenal. Like, good. they just kill it. They crush it. We're going to watch that very soon. Um, I, the first third was incredible. Sorry, good. There was a lot of music that came out this year, but I made a playlist that's on Spotify called 2021 and Done. And I just put, like, a bunch of songs. There was actually, I do want to talk about, there's this band called Large Plants and they did a cover of Madonna's La Isla Bonita. Mm-hmm. Said that, And um, they released this song on April Fool's Day and told everybody that they were a band from the 70s who, re- who originally wrote that song and, and had everybody <laughs> on the internet fooled that Madonna like covered this weird, obscure psych cover, <laughs> like psych rock cover. Uh, but then, like you know, they got found out really quickly. But then, but the song is so good, they released it as a single, and it's uh, maybe you nice. could play it in this episode because it fucking it slays. Okay, I it's will. so good. Honestly, I liked, um, I got into some of the HBO Max uh, comic book series that they have been doing, and I watched Doom Patrol, Mm. and I really kind of dug it. It started out looking like a sort of cheesy 
WB show and then ended up actually being really good. And also Titans was good, uh, which was in the same sort of realm. I think the same producers. Um, trying to think of what else I watched this year that I really liked. That's been the most recent. That one. I'm going to watch Doom Patrol. I'm going to watch it. Was it was good. And it was yeah, more was, like psych- literally... psychological comic comic book stuff more than action-y. Even mm-hmm. though Titans is good action too, I just thought like a lot of the television that I've watched recently, especially Netflix and whatnot, um, is kind of taking the helm over movies so much more, in yeah. the sense of of how shows are made these days, which I'm really enjoying. So that's where I'm at, people. Did everybody see Dune? No, yes, it's incredible. I, we were about yes. to okay. watch right. it and it went it's off. Very good. We'll save so, it. We'll just have a Dune extravaganza one night. Uh, um, we'll do I it. I mean, okay. we should just do uh, a, a bonus episode on it. Yeah, should, we'll do a, we'll do a whole bonus the... episode on Dune and we'll really it's like a... fucking nerd it out. Okay, Are we talk just about weird it for a while. that we grew up with that David Lynch movie? I mean, because everyone else I yeah. ask is like, tough to watch. like, Sting? That's so bad. Some of it's pretty cool. Yeah, I know. I've seen it probably a dozen times. The spice. I watched I watched it again recently and it, it's about half good. And then he realized he's he only has like maybe another 45 minutes to an hour left in the movie. And he's like, fuck, I gotta get rid of like <laughs> through the rest of this book. And then it just yeah. like speeds along and makes no sense. Yeah. It is. Well, that's why it there's the five hour yeah. like director's cut, isn't there? Yeah, which is uh, worse is though. It? It's worse I, because it's it starts with 40 minutes of exposition over like concept drawings. It's fucking for for me, yeah, that is torture. <laughs> I can't well, it's, that. The, the, all, yeah, it does to, sound bad. To J Bone's point, all the extra time in that is not where you want it. It's no. all like front loaded, and no. it's like I don't yeah. need more, it's you not. know, introduction stuff. I would yeah. prefer. Well, to we see... we must talk about it. You need to watch it. It's on HBO Max. Just yeah. fucking watch it if you can't. Yeah. It's yeah. not. It's off HBO Max because well, then we were about you guys to are watch idiots it. for missing it. Honestly, you should have fucking watched it. <laughs> It would have been worth talking about. All right. Okay. Um, I will go. I guess I'll do my end and then Solo can do it and then we'll pick a movie real quick. Um, what was I going to say? I really liked, uh, I read two of my favorite books over again this year. And that's always a fun experience. The Library at Mount Char, which is my favorite book of all time, is inexplicable and insane. And uh, Snow Crash, which is a brilliant mm-hmm. science fiction book that was incredible in the 90s and has not aged which is miraculous in science Tons fiction. Tons of rumors about movies and shows surrounding that too. But oh, yeah. nobody's ever done it know. right. I don't know. But it's all about the metaverse and it's worth a read and about like, uh, you know, everything. It's great. Uh, Library of Mount Char involves the sun and gods and lions and weird clothing. It's brilliant also. Okay. And those were my, that was really joyful for me. And my favorite, movie, I was going to say Get Back also because even though I haven't even finished it, if you like have any interest in pop music and like songwriting as a thing that humans do watching the Beatles that close and that like as simulated as a real experience as you can get is incredible. And it's like, I watched a Taylor Swift documentary twice because seeing <laughs> artists work is fascinating. And if it's yeah. presented to you well, it's really incredible experience to, to watch. And this is the Beatles. <laughs> it's like them yeah. writing the rule books like we, we used to talk about Tony Iommi, like writing the the rule books of heavy metal guitar playing and Chuck Berry wrote the rule books of like boogie rock and like, you know, that's what you see. Anyway, go ahead, Solo. What do you got? What was uh, fun? What was fun in 2021? 
I, I feel like, um, I mean, Dave already kind of t- Doom Patrol. I, I second and third. I think it was a, a great show. Um, and I felt like this was the year where the Marvel and DC universes went low key and kept it entertaining. Like WandaVision was this year. That was a great yes. show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. WandaVision was really good. And Loki, um, Loki was really Loki good. And Loki was this Loki year, was and fun. that was a great WandaVision show. WandaVision was really good. Um, and all these shows that deal with like, what is reality? What is, you know, it's a fun watch when you mm-hmm. just want to like smoke a little weed and lay it on the couch at the end of the day and not have to, you know, think too hard. Yeah. <laughs> but, but still be entertained like a little intellectually. I, I mean, Dune was probably the best movie I saw all year. Wait, you did um, see it? You said you didn't see it. No, I did see it. I saw no, it. Dave's I didn't, didn't see, see it. it. Oh, you're the only one who didn't see it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, then Solo, I feel like um, what you said, this movie answered, which is just give you the vibes of Doom. It was like the it was like Dune vibes. They could have called it that. You just yeah. kind of sit in the theater or you watch it and you vibe. Yeah, I am. I, I want to see. I'm interested. The I, I'm afraid there's going to be too long of a layoff, but whatever. I mean, that's if that's the I biggest saw it in concern, the theater and it was that. astonishing. Like I like had jaw dropping moments where I was like, "Wow, oh, that's fucking awesome." awesome. <laughs> I mean, that director has not. I don't think he's made a bad film. I agree. Mm-hmm. Prisoners. I hate Terrence Howard and I love yeah. Prisoners. That's how much Prisoners I think is that movie's a really great good. Movie. I Prisoners is a great movie. That's a great movie. Yeah. The Arrival And he even really, did really the really reboot good. of Blade Runner like very well. That, that movie was great. Yeah. Okay. I, I, know right. it wasn't, I know it wasn't this year. I know it was, I think, last year, but I finally saw Mandy this year. And I oh, recommend I anybody that. that's a fan of movies should absolutely see that movie. The Nick Cage. That's oh, okay. Nice. The Nick Cage so, Mandy next movie. movie. This was the list I threw. And then I'm, I'm just going to read them all off. And then you guys just land the plane, however it lands. All right. <laughs> I suggested a Kevin Costner a thon where we do the Postman versus Waterworld. Because <laughs> oh, I like both those movies. I don't, I don't Nat- have eight hours to watch movies. <laughs> yeah. The Postman Killers, Reservoir Dogs, Legend, Batman Forever, which is the Jim Carrey, Tommy Lee Jones, Joel Schumacher one, Copland, one. Dragon Slayer, Excalibur, UHF. No, it's Val Kilmer. House, Valkymer. Escape from New York, Most Dangerous Game, Ice T version, Video Drone, Existence with a Z, Life Force, Earth Girls Are Easy, Universal Soldier, Robocop. I think we but, should go for a UHF comedy. in there. We haven't what gone you got? For What do you comedy. got? Throw it at me. I, yeah, yeah, I don't want to do Hit another action movie. Feel. I think we've been too yeah, action yeah. heavy. What's a, co- what's a good comedy? VHF. Yeah, which UHF? UHF. UHF. Yeah. The, okay. the Weird Al I've one. I've seen that movie a yeah. lot recently. I don't know. Uh, it's on, I don't know. Really? It's on Pluto. Ruthless People. How about Ruthless People? I don't know. Oh, Ruthless People. Jesus, that's taking Wow. Do you want to throw Mama from the train or something? Or. Throw Mama from the Train is a good one. Is it? I it think is, so. It is good. I don't the want to know. Stallone. Isn't that a Stallone movie? It no, is. it's Billy Crystal no, no, it's and Danny DeVito. And yeah. Twins? But that's Schwarzenegger. We've been pretty Schwarzenegger heavy. Have I, we? Because it's not a Tuma. Did we do um, a Schwarzenegger movie? Dude, we, we've done yeah, we Predator. Predator. We've done... Oh. Predator well, is dominant for 20 movie. years. Predator is a gift. Yeah. He was dominant until it became the governator. <laughs> Going um, Predator vs. Aliens was a huge mistake, and it hurts look, my soul we, I, that we did that. I, I, as, as we discussed, I did have an actual listener, coworker, and fan request we do the craft, which would be oh, an interesting okay. departure. From I like that. that. I like that. That's great. All right, I'll do that. Dope-ass okay. cover like, of How Soon Is Now. That song yeah. fucking is awesome. Yeah. It's 90s. Really good. It's angsty. It's witches. Yeah. It has Mary Jane from Half-Baked in it. 
and Faruza yes. Balk. Should we try to also was that her name? Faruza. We also try to do yeah. a good one and after Nef that. Campbell. Should we try to do Nef like Campbell? And who was the fourth girl? Oh, I forget her name. Yeah. Rose, McG- Rose McGowan. Ro- was Rose? No, it's not Rose McGowan. No, it's, um, it's not. You, she's so '90s. Like you, you know, we recognize her in a second. Rachel McNuggets. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, her. I think, All right, so we're gonna do the craft, though. We're doing the craft. All right. I'm into this. Yeah, idea. I like that. Do we do like the Outsiders after that, or something Ooh. that's supposed Ooh, the to be Outsiders? Outsiders? Would be the Coppola movie. No, look, I'll. Uh, yeah. If you want to go back to what we used to do, I'll get her to send in a soundbite too. Who? And we That'll can give a shout out. Get some fan involvement. I it's, just uh, think it's a coworker. Should, why not? Uh, why not? Okay. Since we did four good and this one and that one, like. Maybe it's better for all our brains to try to switch from one that we know we're gonna like shit on, and then one that we're like, "This was a really good movie." Like, hey, what you know were your I mean? expectations for Tango and Cash, Dave? I thought we were gonna like shit on it and have fun with it because it's still just a, a crazy <laughs> cliche action movie, and I just and it was one of mine that was always on my mind. So I'm just happy that we did it. But I think so it might be fun. Don't shit on you were worried. The, you were worried. Well, like the so outside your mind, or you're, you're like Apocalypse Now or Apocalypse. Like a, uh, like a classic movie. I mean, but, why not? Isn't the whole goal some. is to do a movie that's borderline because we don't remember if it sucked now? I feel like if the answer is definitely going to be it doesn't suck now. Yeah, then. I feel like definitely the wandered away from that. the goal more than once. Okay, the, the craft is for sure. Like I. I haven't seen the craft in a really long time and I don't know how I feel. About I don't know. Either. It. I remember yeah, I know decades. Either. I remember loving it back in the day, like watching it with friends and stuff and laughing about it. Smiling. No, I'm down with that. I'm just <laughs> saying moving, moving forward. Eating snacks to it. Oh, snacks. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> what? What? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it was a Snacks. 90s term it was a 90s term kids it was what was Snacks. What? Snacks. The, lady, the ladies snack is like a woman that's like a current yeah. term isn't it you ate, is that you like ate some like jay, jay and silent bob like slang or something we should absolutely do chasing amy but actually it shouldn't be any of us it should be we should, should be have mall rats or <laughs> it should be chasing amy chasing amy is probably beyond our reach and we should probably let like we should we should no, all bring I, in guests to do chasing amy without us and not let us touch that movie we should oh, figure we out a way to like our, everyone bring in a guest get our uh, our sister podcast uh video high to do to do an episode of our show we should Amy. also do it so that we'll somebody do an broke, episode of their this show. Up. You mentioned we'll John watch like a B movie. We should do Broken Arrow at some point. No, Broken, Broken Arrow nice. sucks. It always sucked, and it all it still sucks. <laughs> but Hard it's Target, to say exactly hard target the opposite. is awesome, and Face Off is cataclysmically brilliant. Like, Jayvon, you were right earlier though. We, we owe we owe Jean Claude a movie. We owe him. Yeah, a movie. Really owe. I love Hard Target, but What's I know the one Hard he did with Dennis suck. Rodman. Oh, oh yeah. double impact. Or double the impact. one with the hockey. Or the one with the helicopter crashes into yeah. the hockey stadium. Hard, at the end hard to kill. With Ron no, 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 no. That's uh, it's the one with powers. It's called sudden death. Sudden death. Yeah. Sudden, sudden death. death. That's what which, we need to do. Which yeah. is not right. what hockey's called. I'm fine with that. We can do sudden death after after that. It just sounds vaguely like sports and fighting. <laughs> Ron Silver and Jean-Claude Van Damme and, and the Pittsburgh Penguins. 
It's a, it's a slam dunk. But anyway, we're doing. We're not committing to that, but we're saying the craft. Thank you for listening, people. We're doing the craft. All right, let's let's do, do this. Hey, ladies, um, lady. Oh, wait, oh so God. I have an idea of, like, maybe how to uh, organize uh, just talking about this a little better. <laughs> was last time bad? Was no, bad. I, don't, I don't think it was bad. I just think, like, I've been listening to, like, a lot of other movie podcasts, and I was just thinking of things we could try. But I was, I was thinking, like, um, we could do, like, the plot recap. No. Yeah, no, no, but like, but like, we all have things to say, but like a fast one. No, like, that's what we do. It's our, it's a gag. Dave starts, gag. and whenever Dave we starts get bored, it, we and cut we him off, and then we move with on with jokes, and yeah. he's usually wrong at points too, and then that's and then, it. Yeah, it's kind of like see, the Mike, Dave, you're trying, Mike, you're trying to bottle a genie here. The genie's out. The good genie. The good genie is out. Yeah, you got to let me fly. You got to let this peacock fly. This is a podcast with two gajinos on it, and you're trying to bring structure to it, and you're one of the gajinos. I'm be, I'm like the Paul right now. The Paul, who's the John? I'm that obviously John. Do you guys watch the Get Back? I don't want to be George. Can I be I've been watching it yet. I've been watching be the George. one on. George no, is Dave like is definitely one. George. All right, I'm gonna say Absolutely. I'd rather be Ringo. I'm Ringo. Ringo. George. Yeah, you're Ringo. good at a party. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel, and you're perfectly I'm, I'm fine comfortable in there Ringo role. not thinking. <laughs> I like John, but like I know I'm the Paul. Yeah, you know. I'm the John. But I'm you know George that. was always thinking. I mean, yes. He just had an he just had resting, not thinking face. Dave, you have to go through the gauntlet <laughs> of me and me and your brother, and then your shit that gets through is like the shining shit that you got. It's just the beautiful. Shiny shit. I'm shit. just reliving my childhood. <laughs> right we've established this dynamic this, I'm, Mike's well, I'm showing the it. world all my damage oh wait so <laughs> all your damage guys we'll but you are know. so loved Network.